Hello, testing one, two. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, testing one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Well. Know the Source on One Radio Network. Well, well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and uh, it's OneRadioNetwork.com. We have a uh, Friday morning coming down, as the song used to say. Oh, the oh, Sunday morning coming down. Friday morning, the 26th of uh, May, and I hope you're doing well. The regular telephone thing is <laughs> still cattywampus, but you can join the show this morning. We've kind of come up with a little creative way to do it if you would like to be on the air with moi. And you can do that simply by uh, going to oneradionetwork.com and you look at the front page there and you'll see a, a link to, the, uh, to a Zoom link. A zoom link and you just click on that link right there right there above the email and it'll take you to a little zoom thing and you can i'll see you or i'll i'll, I'll see your name anyway and then i'll put you on the air um you could you could actually come on with video as well it's pretty fun but you don't have to if you're having a bad hair day just um turn off your camera and you can just do audio, just like it would be on the telephone. Does that make sense? So the link is right on the front page. You'll see it there. Click on the link below. Sharon has put that up there and click on that puppy. And I'll see you that you're in the waiting room or the green room or the waiting room, either with audio or video. And we'll just, I'll put you up and we'll talk. So that's fun. And if you just want to do email, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. So here we are, um, Friday morning, uh, the 26th of May. I'm going to have a little slurp here, and then we're going to go. I have a little green tea. It's amazing. I'm doing, I'm doing like a homeopathic. I am such a wimp when it comes to any kind of caffeine. I mean, totally. I don't know what's going on with my body. I just can't take anything anymore. So, so I, I do like, I mean like a quarter of a teaspoon. I mean, it's like a quarter in uh, 16 ounces of water for a green tea. And uh, just kind of fun, a little bit of, I can feel a little bit of whatever. But um, if I do any more than that, then can't even do coffee anymore. I don't know what's going on with my body. If I knew... Folks, I would 
I'd be the first one to tell you if I knew all the stuff I talk about, if I really understood it all and was able to, you know, um, be a specialist at it and a real expert at it, which I'm not, as I'm just uh, learning uh, the whole soul, mind, body uh, conundrum, paradigm, or magic, if, depending on your perspective of how this all works. If I, if I was an expert at it or a real spiritual master at it, you know, I would be um, producing producing films already, have about 10 completed, uh, <laughs> be with the girl of my dreams on 100 acres with some animals. That's what I would be doing. So as obviously I haven't um, figured out the whole uh, how to create my reality 100%. I'm working on it. You know what I mean. But there's something I want to talk to you about this morning or talk to you uh, and you can uh, join the conversation with the Zoom link if you care to do that on uh, on the front page of our website. In 19... 1985, I was, I was in San Francisco. I had met this woman, it's always about a girl, in Boulder. I was staying with a friend in Boulder. This was in between after I was fired from my latest radio job in, in Austin. And I met a real special fellow who introduced me to my spiritual teacher and I hung out with him for two or three months in Austin and in uh, Boulder. Here, here's a quick story I'll tell you. So I hung out with him in Austin and because uh, I just, you know, I knew that this guy had something that I wanted. You know, I just, first time I saw him, I just knew that he knew something that I wanted to know. You know, that kind of a connection. Really sweet guy. And I, and I still talk to him to this day. He's traveling around somewhere in India right now. And uh, so I hung out with him, and it was just amazing. He was just there for me, and we would just talk. And I had so many questions about how life works and spiritual stuff. And so I, you know, I found this fellow who was just there for me. It was like this angel, angel. It's amazing. So, um... He went up to Boulder. He had a place in Boulder. And I was in Austin. And two or three weeks after he left, I said, I'd like to come visit because I was just having such a good experience just talking to him and, and understanding life. Because uh, really, of all fellow, that I just wanted more. You know, being an Italian Scorpio, you always want more, right? So he said, yeah, c- come on up. Uh, um, so I got on an airplane and flew up there. He picked me up at the airport. And, and um, he had like this Volkswagen kind of bus thing, you know. And um, so we drove, you know, we drove to his apartment. So I get to his apartment and uh, he had a great little spot in Boulder, beautiful town. And so he hands me the key. <laughs> he hands me the keys and said, uh, all right, you can you can stay here as long as you want, and you can use the uh, the car. And at five o'clock tonight, I'm going to India, uh, looking for. He's an Ayurvedic doctor, looking for herbs, and you can stay here. Okay, seriously. I mean, 
you can't make this stuff up, right? So obviously I drove in the airport, stayed at Boulder. So after a few weeks, I was there about a month or so, just kind of um, contemplating my navel and thinking about all the amazing things he was telling me about how this all works and trying to figure out from my own limited perspective of who I was, his soul and mind and you know the whole thing. And you can imagine how that is uh, when you're just kind of digging into it because you spend most of your, your days, as I do sometimes here, even dazed and confused because it's such an incredibly magical understanding to see how this all works, this life thing. And, and it's so powerful and so crazy cool that there's so much energy around it that it's hard to, it's hard to do it without you know, going bonkers along the way, which I do all the time because it's just the way it is. So I got to um, met this woman. Went out to San Francisco with her. Stayed in San Francisco, and I was really, I was more interested in just, you know, understanding who I was and why I was here and, and what it's all about, Alfie, than anything. So, pretty much spent all my time uh, with that. So, obviously, that relationship had something to be desired when I was more concerned about me than her. Not a good thing, but you know. When you're young and in love, what do you do? So there is a there's this kind of a uh, I think it was a Buddhist or I think a Buddhist kind of a temple there in San Francisco. So I was just walking around thinking about life and how it all works. You know, really thinking, overthinking. And I, and I just walked into this Buddhist temple thing and I found the head Buddhist guy and I talked with him for about an hour or so about God and what God was and what it wasn't. And I thought it was kind of interesting. The Buddhist perspective is a bit... It wasn't, I wasn't really connecting with it as I was with the, this fellow who teached me this stuff because it's a whole different uh, way of looking at things from a Buddhist standpoint. I won't get into that now. But so I, I leave I leave the place and it had a, they had a fence around this temple. So I lean against the temple, the temple. I lean against the uh, the fence and I can I remember this as clear as a bell and this was nineteen eighty five. So it was a few years ago, right? Ninety five, two thousand five, two fifteen, almost forty years ago. Uh, so I've been looking at this stuff for a long time. And, um, which shows you that I'm no expert at it, right? <laughs> shows you that I'm just as clueless as you are. And, um, and I mean that, trust me. I'm not saying you're clueless, you're probably more clueful clue than I am. Uh, and um, so I start asking myself, how is it? You know, I was sitting there closing my eyes and I just wanted to know, I was kind of talking to myself and to God, well, how is it? It's a strange way to say it, but I didn't know any other way to say it. And to this day I say it this way, is how is it? 
How is it? In other words, I'm asking myself, if I could just look at it, life, earth, the world, everything, how is it? I mean, what does it look like right now? And most importantly, is how am I related to it, to all the people in it? How is, what's my relationship with it? How does it change? Um, and how is it, what is the truth? It's pretty much what you're asking. So the idea would be that if you and I could get, say, at 180 degree viewpoint above everything, and we could look down and see it, life, everything, all the pieces, all the pieces interconnected, how they're interconnected, how things happen, how things happen to us, how do we create things, how do people come into our life? I mean, everything, right? How is it? Which is what I was asking, right? And I've been pretty much asking that question uh, for a very, very long time. And I can tell you with all sincerity and humility, much humility, because to understand it is a gift, uh, is just a gift of God, really, is that I, 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 I understand how, how is it, <laughs> how it is right now, I do. And, and I understand it to an extent that I can share that with you this morning and hopefully with any kind of grace that you will get an insight as to how it is and what an incredibly important role that you and I play in this. Because I can say with all the clarity that I can muster, again, grateful and humble because I don't, I just, I'm no expert at it. If I was expert at it, as I say, you know, I wouldn't even be sitting here probably. <laughs> um, so I'm just learning it too, but so let's just, you know, unpack this a little bit. And, and we can see how to understand this idea. It's very tricky business because in simple terms, it's what many, um, they don't say it like this, but many people, um, the biology belief people, the be here now people, all those people. They're essentially saying in quantum physics is that it is, and we've talked a lot about this, it is, whatever it is, everything is how we think it is. Whatever, whatever we think it is, that's what it is. There is, no, there is no reality of how it is other than our reality. 
So this gets pretty deep because you can then, as we talk about this and try to help you and myself to understand it too at the same time, um, the only reality that exists, the truth, is what you and I think it is. I know absolutely 100% sure this is true. I can't prove it, and I'm just learning it like you are, because it's tricky business with the mind and thoughts and flying around. But I can honestly say, with all the clarity I can muster here on May 26, 2023, that this is the way God set it up. That you and I are souls and whatever we project, we've talked a bit about this with Steve Falconer, whatever we project, whatever we see is governed by what we believe. So, if we believe that the earth is an immovable plane, this is what we see. And I would suspect that they're the heliocentric people, I'm just using this as as an example, um, this is what they see too. This is their reality. So is it wrong? No. I mean, it's easy for us immovable immovable earth people to say, no, you know, the earth is flat. We don't spin around the sun. But maybe for these people, it does. Maybe their reality is just as real. It has to be. I mean, how how um, crazy would it be for myself and you and to try to convince somebody that their reality is not real for them. Now, we could argue that some realities are more in balance with big God. Um, I don't know. I, 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 you know, it's, it's, it gets real tricky because then you get to the point where you say, well, there is, is there a reality called God that is just exactly the way it is. And and I would argue that the closer we get to becoming more aware of what God is, spiritual growth, the, you know, I wish I had a word for it, the more we are in tune with the reality that best serves everyone. Does that make sense? Let's say that again. The more aware we are of God, spiritual growth, right? We all have our our levels of awareness of what it is, God. The more I think we have a clearer and a more succinct picture of a reality 
best serves everyone. I was to say that the best serve, because I don't want to use the term that is the real one, because they're all real to each soul. That best serves everyone. I think that's a nice way to do it. My throat, my throat is dry. You can email here this morning as we're live here May 26th at patrick at oneradionetwork.com or click on the Zoom link if you want to come on the air on the front page of One Radio Network. You'll see the Zoom link there underneath my name. And um, if you just want to do audio, just turn off your camera. Or if you want to come on the air and do video, we can do that. I think this is going to work. We've never tried this before. But uh, who knows if anybody will call. Even when the phones were working 100%, we didn't get all that many calls anyway, ever. Because folks are, you know, shy. And that's okay. So the biggest challenge with manifesting everything that we want is all of the all of the programming that we have going on essentially the mind and the emotions that are constantly trying to tell us that what we know to be true that whatever I want and believe and think is what I get is there to try to tell us that that doesn't work. Right. Doubt and fear and, oh, that, that can't be true. No, that can't be true. Whatever. Right? And even though we can get to the point where we know absolutely that this chatter, this mind stuff, uh, negative thoughts, whatever you want to call them, you know, that we've all um, experienced questioning what we know to be true um, is not who we are. And the more we understand that, the, the easier it is for us to just cast it aside. Like, man, who cares? You know, I know you, we've all had strange thoughts and you have no idea where this come from. It's like, what? I mean, it's so bizarre, you just laugh, you know, you just go, okay, sure. Well, in my, in my opinion and, a, and experience, the more I can get, and you can try this, to get to that point where you're into a state of consciousness that tells you, man, there's no way you can do that. I mean, you know, you're not going to do that. You can't do that. You can't cure this. You can't be happy. You're never going to find just the right person whatever, you know, you can't write a screenplay, you can't make a movie, you can't do that, you know, that voice, which is just programming mind stuff. But the more we can get to the point where um, those negative ideas trying to get us to question what we know to be true, the more we get to the point where we just laugh them off, the better off we are because they have less uh, impact on us. Because, you know, 
So let's just take my, uh, here's a good example. So as you may know, uh, I've been studying uh, screenwriting for a lot of years, pretty much 15, 20 years, really more so in the last five or six, really spend a lot of time with it. So you can imagine how many thoughts come in to my state of consciousness as I'm learning this of trying to tell me that I can't do this. You're never going to figure this out. Come on. These people have been doing this and they make a lot of money and they make big movies and you can't do this. You know, if I paid attention to any of that, right, I, I, you know, I would not have completed three screenplays that are pretty good and they'll always get better and have two more in, uh, I don't know what the word is, in, in the works. Two more that I'm working on in the works. Really cool ones. Um, wouldn't even be able to do it if I had to spend any time with that. Now that's not saying that when these negative things come into your life, saying you can't do this. No, you can't do it. Don't impact you a little bit because you feel that. You know, you feel that negative hit. And the reason we feel it is because every thought is a state of consciousness, that we're in that thought at that moment. Even when we are playing with the idea that we're just observing a negative thought and then that whole thing. But because you're in the thought. If we wouldn't be in the thought, we wouldn't feel it. If we were just observing a thought of, oh, Patrick, you can't, you can't do a screenplay, that's crazy. If, if I was just observing that, as we, I believe for many years, seriously, many years, you know, like the yogic idea, you just observe the thought by a passing cloud, right? Well, if I was just observing it, I wouldn't feel the negative hit of you can't do that, if you were just observing it, right? But you do feel it. And you feel, you know, fear of whatever, even if it's only for 12 seconds or 15 seconds. We do feel it. The reason we feel it, because it's here now happening and we move to another thought of, no, I'm fine. I'm not going to believe that. Then you're good. Then you're done with it until it comes back again. And the reason it comes back again to try to convince you or I that we can't have everything that we want, believe, you know, have it all, as all the, the books have been written about, you know, whatever, the power of positive thinking to, um, every, you know, creating your own reality, you know, thousands of books, right? We just have a lot of, you know, loose particles flowing around to tell us that we can't do that. And so our job is to get really strong internally, right? And that's why you lift weights and do exercises and stretch and eat good food and, you know, don't get bombarded with EMFs to make us weaker. And all these things that we know make us weaker and are 
our constitution, it's very hard to stick with what we know to be true when we have so many doubts and fears and they can't happen that come through piling in, piling in. So the stronger we get, the less these affect us because we're strong enough to say, well, that's weird, whatever. You know, it's funny, if you if you read some of the really successful people, um, you know, like the, who would be a good example, like uh, Warren Buffett or the story of the fellow that, uh, that, um, that did uh, McDonald's. What was his name? Was it Ray Kroc? It was a great movie, and I also read uh, some works of his. And he was constantly, you know, moving through this, this obstacle of his mind telling him that he couldn't do this. Constantly. And the way he did it, he just, you know, he just buried through it. He just, he just did exactly what we're talking about. He said, I don't know, I'm going to do it, I don't care, I don't believe that. And he just did it. One by one. Went to places in California and sold them a, a machine to how to make malts and did the entire thing just because he, he believed and he was persistent. And he didn't let anything, any thoughts, any feelings, any friends, he said, you can't do that. And that really is is the uh, the key to success, and that's a that's really where the the spiritual growth is. Is because when we do that, you know, when we do that, we are saying to the universe, to God, whatever. No, that's not who I am. Here's who I am. I am what I believe is going to happen to me because this is what I want to happen. I am everything that I believe I can be and will be and should be because I deserve it. I am all of this. I am all of that. I am all of that. I am it. Um, I don't have to believe in some kind of a blood test that says I'm this. You know, you don't believe any of that. You know, like we talk about with Jennifer Daniels, we don't believe any doctors because you know what are they? You know what are they going to say? You have a lump and you need to get the lump. Uh, dissected in your prostate or in your breast, and, and you know how that all works. But we get to the point where we don't believe any of that stuff, and we know that that our body can heal, that our body will heal, that our body is healing, all of the above, right? And we just don't pay attention to any of that. And what's interesting is, is the more, the stronger we get into this who we are, from a spiritual perspective, the more, it's crazy, but that's how it works, the more the um, lower forces, the lower worlds, want to get us. I know that doesn't seem fair, right? I mean, come on. But the stronger we are to press forward, you know what I'm saying? The stronger we are to press forward, because we are stronger, and then even though forces will try to stop us, which is what's going on 
you know, everywhere in uh, on the earth plane now, all of the forces, uh, media, wars, woke, you know, all this stuff, you know, crazy stuff. Um, the financial system, it's, it's getting stronger because millions of us are understanding what I'm talking about here because we know that the way forward for us is to just onward through the fog and we don't care any of the um, the forces that are trying to stop us saying we can't do this, we got to catch a virus, whatever. All the things we talk about. We just don't buy into it. That doesn't make the doesn't mean that they're not there and they're going to get they're going to try harder, you know. With this virus thing, you know they're going to do more. I just uh, posted a thing on Faceplant this morning where it's crazy. Um, um, that the UN, let me see if I can pull it up. You see, they're just doubling down. This ties into exactly what we're talking about. Um, I put on the face plant this morning, um, the ultimate fake news source the UN, the ultimate fake organization. The UN is uh, totally out to lunch, totally globalist, totally fake. They just make stuff up. They've never done anything that's been beneficial to anybody except cause problems. And the United States is one of the biggest um, supporters of the United Nations. They are globalist, commies, World Economic Forum people. They're just nuts. Okay, so here's, here's the thing out this morning. Antibiotic-resistant bugs will, will kill as, as many as cancer by 2050, United Nations report. Deaths from drug-resistant infections are set to skyrocket by 2050. 2050. Uh, it could also lead to a GDP shortfall, 3.4 trillion annually, the next decade, and push 24, 24 more people into poverty. This is all made up. We, there is no such thing as antibiotic-resistant bacteria. There just isn't. That's all made up. There's no bacteria that are trying to kill us. So the entire premise, they, they don't have any, uh, any kind of um, people calling them out. You know, generally if you do, they'll censor you. Uh, surprise, faceplant hasn't censored this one. But it's all just made up. It's all just made up. And they will sell this whole idea on bacteria and viruses and HIV and, yeah, you know, all this stuff. And they're going to do it more and more stronger and stronger because you and I are waking up and they don't like it. So we're putting this energy out there and we're not buying into more and more stuff because we just, we just don't. You know, it's just too stupid to buy into it, right? And they, they're they just going to do more of it and more of it and more of it because that's how it works in physical reality. As this side gets up and wakes up and says, no, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. Forget it. They're just going to say, oh no, you got to do it, you got to do it, you got to do it. 
So that's a really good argument of why not our reality, because once again, our reality is what we think and believe and know to be true. That's our reality. These people want us to buy into their reality. So people read this stuff and they'll say, oh man, so these infections and blah, blah, blah. And then they're in. They're in that reality and then they got you. So it's going to be uh, more and more challenging for you and I to, to, to get through this, whatever this is, because they're going to pick up the steam. You know what I mean? They are going to pick it up, baby. <laughs> they are going to pick it up. So our job here to help you to understand that and help you to stay awake so you don't have to fall into the, to the trap of Rooney and uh, buy into any of this stuff. And that's why we do the shows the way we do and try to help you and help your host to not go crazy as well. Because when your host goes crazy, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I just lost this one. And I go crazy pretty regularly. Hey, have you had some colostrum? Oh. Check it out. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammal. Mm, tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum too. Indeed it does, Mr. Daniel Vitalis. It's a great product. I like to uh, use, he has a new product, which is just uh, um, walnut, black walnuts. I like to put some of that in there and um, you can do whatever you want, you know, you know, maple syrup or cacao, stuff like that if you want. It's a, it's really a wonderful product. And it is colostrum from Daniel Vitalis and Easter Thrival Link on OneRadioNetwork.com. Any Thrival Link. Oh, yeah, let's do this one here. I want to tell you about, what am I going to tell you about? Where is that? I'm going to find it here. Here it is. Here it is.
if you're new to a hydrogen technology, um, you're really in for a, a special treat if you get yourself one of these hydrogen machines. I think you'll I think you'll like the experience big time. I really do. Um, it is a molecule that is just very powerful. Um, I mean, back in the day, they used hydrogen bombs, right? Now we're using hydrogen gas and hydrogen cars, and I think hydrogen's gonna be a really good, um, uh, one of the ultimate uh, new technologies. I do. I think hydrogen is going to be the, the next big thing. Well, anyway, this technology is a is a machine called Holy Hydrogen, and you can get yourself one of these guys through our website by using the promo code One Radio. Get a hundred dollars off. It's very quiet. It's the purest form of hydrogen that we know, food grade hydrogen. There's no maintenance. It just isn't. Well, there's a little bit. You wipe a few things down. Just no maintenance. And um, it's very effective in helping us to stay stronger. So this is what we're talking about. Our job with all of this thing on the earth plane these days is to get strong on a deep level so we can move onward through the fog regardless of what anybody says. You know, regardless of what the news says say, regardless of what our little mind and emotions say, you can't do that, say. And, uh, you know, they're going to quiet down after a while. And uh, we can talk a little bit more about that as we move on here this morning. But anyway, so this is a cool product. It is um, Holy Hydrogen Machine, the right on the front page. And you can do a payment plan as well. Very easy payment plan on OneRadioNetwork.com. If you're interested in in investing a little bit of your, your money into gold and silver coins, I recommend that you talk to my friend Fred Dashevsky. He has a company called U.S. Coin Capital, 800-878-2646. He's a cool guy and um, very, very ethical, trustworthy, um, just a solid guy. He he worked with Andrew Goss for about 35 years or so. He and Andrew were partners before Andy left us. And um, it's a real deal. Good man. And he has a wide variety of different gold and silver coins that he can offer you depending on whatever your budget is. So check that out. Give him a call. Uh, we think um, it's going to be a really a good, I think it's going to be a really good investment. Well, it is now, but I think moving forward, you know, knowing what we know about um, about the money system, I don't think there's any doubt that um, I was going to check on the gold and silver prices here today. Yeah, gold's about $1,900 right now. 1944. So he's a good man, and uh, he'll give you, uh, I think, the, the fairest deal you're going to get uh, anywhere. You know, they all make a commission when they sell you things. That's how they make a living. But 
explore it. 800-878-2646. 800-878-2646. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay, okay, okay. If you want to be on the show, you can do the the Zoom link on the front page of One Radio Network because our phones are out and we'll see if that works. We'll see. And you can do the camera. Just leave your camera on or the camera off because you could be having a bad hair day. So, you know, just turn the camera off. Okay, let's see. Got a lot to talk about here, but I want to do this one. We'll... we'll, we'll We'll come back and talk more about um, um, it is how whatever we think it is. And you know, this ties in very nicely to what we have um, been exploring and and sharing with you for over the last couple of years on how uh, whatever we believe to be true in our body is what happens, which includes aging and, you know, getting older, you know, and, you know, well, I'm getting older, so this is going to happen, and, you know, when I get older, then my testosterone, testosterone levels go down, and all this stuff they tell you about, even a lot of the natural, most of the natural people, too, you know, they'll want to say, now, you know, when you reach 40 or 50 or 60, your testosterone levels will go down, and it doesn't have to. Only if you believe it. It's that simple. The body just doesn't do anything that we don't tell it to do. It just doesn't. And it's, it's, it's hard, I know. Because I get the emails and I talk to people. It's hard. Because they worry, people worry a lot. And I'll get into the worry trap for about a minute or two or a minute and and just jump back out. Because it feels so real because we're in that worry. But it's very hard on the body. It just is. Very hard. So stick with us. I'm going to try to help you all I can to move through your life with as much ease as I possibly can because I don't know what else to do. And again, I'm no expert at it. I'm no... I'm just learning like you are. Because I'm in this this hologram of soul, mind, body, just like you are. And I have all the challenges that you do. I have all the forces that tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about that come through. But I will say, with all honesty, that the the more that you and I really understand that we are a law unto ourselves, that we are in control, that whatever we believe is our reality, whatever we think is our reality, the more we get that, um, the less and less room there is for all of the um, negative, you know, negative stuff to come in and say, George, you can't do that. Come on, crazy. It, it does get lower, less and less and less. So 
if you're having a hard time with that now and you're constantly trying to outthink yourself or question yourself, um, I can't do that. No, no, I don't deserve that at all. It'll get, it'll get less and less and less. I can attest to that. Because the more you just do what you know is right, you know, there's just no room for it to come in, you know. I think the aging thing is a big one with that. The more you really understand that the body doesn't have to age as advertised, sure, we're all gonna, we're all gonna get miles on this body and, and someday we'll leave. It's just part of the deal. But it certainly doesn't have to do it like, like you know, advertised when you get 40 this and 50 this and 60 and 70 and that's all made up. So we just want to be careful what, what you buy into. But uh, So know that it is what it is. It, it, it is whatever you think it is. Man, that's such an incredible sentence, isn't it? It is whatever we think it is. And that's really the bottom line. I mean, think about that. It it is whatever we think it is. And it can't be any other way. It really puts a lot of uh, excitement into being here, and also a great deal of um, responsibility too, because once you really understand that everything that happens—I don't like to—I don't like to use the term "whatever happens to us," because I don't think—I don't think anything happens to us. We create everything, obviously. Um, so whatever we create, and once we really understand that everything that we create is our creation, it puts a lot of responsibility to, man, I gotta really pony up here and be careful with what I buy into and what I think to be true. And then it goes, and then you start going down this little rabbit hole and it ties into everything. Who you hang out with, what kind of movies you watch, what do I, what, you know, what do I want in my consciousness? Do I want all that violence or whatever? Um, what 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 do I need to eat so this helps me to stay strong and, and be what I want to be, be all that you can be kind of thing. And foods affect us, so man. Well, I tell you what, there's a, there's a saying somewhere in one of the ancient texts that I read that if soul, <laughs> this is fun, that a soul really knew what it was going to be asked to do to become God-realized, to become aware of how it really is and how it all works and become God-realized. If soul really knew what it was going to have to do to get there, it wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. No, there's no way. So, folks, this is the big one. This is the big kahuna. This is what, you know, the Nostradamus people in the 2012 and, uh, you know, all this stuff was about. The dates were not exactly right. and 
But this is what the Mayans and all this stuff was all about. This was a time in physical reality where souls, you and I, were just going, we're just kind of fed up with having the same old stuff, reincarnating back here, coming back again, doing it again, getting on that hamster wheel, doing it again, doing it again. We're just tired. Just not going to do it. So souls around this earth are waking up. Let me get this water here. Are waking up. Ooh, man. So, all this stuff we talk about, uh, we talk with Max Egan, Steve Falconer, we're going to talk to him again next week. I love him. Um, Adam, and all these, you know, these people where we explore all the crazy, crazy land stuff out there in what we call the Matrix. It, it's, um, it's never been so bonkers as right now, with the money, with geopolitics, with wars, with, um, you know, the FBI, the CIA, all this, these things are all just exploding, all coming, you know, all the crazy stuff, all the drugs, pedophilia, just all kind of just coming to the surface because it just needs to come out to heal. So, you know, get a little strange in the next few years, probably. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. But we're going to get through it. We're going to move through it. Just kind of keep your keep your act together. And I'm here to help you do that any way that I, that I can. Uh, if you'd like to join the show, you can do it through a Zoom link. It's on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. You see that Zoom link? You can just turn off your camera and do audio. And come on the air. Talk. So um, let's get into a few emails here. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, this was from a nice fellow. Uh, His name is Simon. And he wrote last week, and he he asked the typical question, you know, that my my relatives and all, we all got sick, so if there's no virus, we all hung out together and we all caught stuff from each other, you know, that whole thing. And I went through the whole explanation last month, uh, last week rather, how this happens. And we know that we don't catch anything, that these are just all detox uh, situations. And, you know, so many reasons why people in their families do it together. They're eating the same food. They're thinking alike. They live together. They think there's a virus. So then they just all decided to get COVID at the same time even though there was no COVID to get. They just detoxed. And that's, for the, most, the simple terms, of what's going on. And you, you can hear more about that when you look at the work of Cowan and Kaufman and all the people, the Baileys. We know this is the way it works. So we don't catch anything. So then he wrote back, he said, Hi, this is Simon again, but from a different email address. Oh, okay. I have a follow-up question from last week, everybody I was around in my family got sick, like I told you. 
but not my mother, who wore a mask. How do you explain that? Well, it's actually pretty easy because there is no virus, so wearing a mask didn't ever do anything for anybody. They don't work because there's no virus. So there's nothing in the air that we catch, so the whole mask thing was just a a red herring to muzzle us up, to cover up our face so we wouldn't connect with people and to control us and to make us be sheepy. So I can't tell you why your grandmother, why your mother um, didn't detox like you guys did. Maybe she didn't need to. A lot of different reasons. But it wasn't because you wore a mask. Because the masks are just, if you look at it, Simon, you can look at, there's been a billion stories and studies done. The whole mask thing was all nonsense. Just totally made up. And not even from a, not even from a there is no virus perspective, because that's the big one that I go to, because that's the truth, in my opinion, my reality. Um, They, even all the virus people knew that the mask thing don't do anything, you know, particles. So the whole thing was just a scam to make you feel weak and controlled. Yep. This was kind of interesting comment, kind of long, but I'll read it. As I read the comments left by those who are listening to your show you did with Max Egan, I wonder, have any of you considered that your version of waking up might be wrong? Well, everybody's version of what they believe is not wrong. Just because yours is different doesn't make them wrong, but I'll go with you for now, just for fun. People people complain nonstop about how they wish people would wake up and see the truth they perceive as truth without realizing it is only your perception of what truth is and not necessarily truth at all. Well, you know, I I agree. Uh, It's our perception of what truth is is the only thing that we know. But I would say to this person that as we're talking about today, our perception of truth is what the truth is. There is no truth other than our truth. This is a big one for most to get around, but that's the way it is. For every perspective taken against those who are supposedly still asleep and unaware, there are those who aren't asleep, are aware, and still don't buy into the perception of what many believe is truth. Well, you know, again, I, you know, yeah, I'll just end there because person doesn't understand what I'm talking about, but I, I get what they're saying. People believe, as this emailer does, that there is truth other than your truth, and there just isn't. You are the truth you've been waiting for. What's that? You are the one you've been waiting for. You've seen that meme? You're it. So, brother, your truth is the truth, and stick with that, and you don't need to buy anybody's my truth 
Max's truth, your truth, anybody, my truth, just do your truth. That's it. And that's your experience. And that's what will come into your life. And that's the people that will come into your life to test your premise, your truth. And you will experience whatever you believe you need to experience. And you'll experience whatever you want. And that's your truth. And we are alone to ourselves. So, you're on, you're on the right track here. Just try to understand what we're talking about today is that whatever, whatever you believe is the truth is the truth. Because you are a spark of God. You are God. You are creating everything. You are. So just get into that and have some fun and, and just create the life that you want. Just pick and choose. Take the color palette and, oh, I want orange, I want red, I want this, I want that. Now, we have to work for it, right? I mean, it's it's one thing to sit around and say, I'd really like to be very wealthy so I can do this and do that. That's fine. And you can do that. Just figure out a way how to earn the money. Everybody's always doing it. There's a way to earn whatever you need. This is from Linda, Michigan. I'd like to get your take on med beds. I'm very skeptical of them myself. I think a lot more natural docs would be praising them if they worked as well as they said. I don't know a lot about them, just a little bit that I've read that they supposedly are these beds that you sit in and they just heal everything that's wrong with you. Um, a relative, a relative of mine wants to try it. They were charging $200 a session and they told her that she needs about 20 sessions, of course, which would be about $4,000 on top of that. Um, I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay $200 to go in some contraption that said it's going to heal everything that, you know. I don't know. I don't know how they would work. Um, you know, it could work on the spiritual level and help people. I don't know. The only thing that comes to me is that if it's going to work, if you're going to go in and do a session, and it's going to change things in you spiritually or help you to see, I don't. I just don't see it because my experience is very clear. Is that the only way that that we heal is when we let go of false beliefs. Because the false beliefs are what created the disease. Right? Worry, angst, fear, whatever. This is what creates the disease. And as long as soul is hanging on to these beliefs and keeps coming back and forth, back and forth, even though it's not conscious of them, the the trauma or the negative stuff in the body is there. So I'm not sure that there's a machine 
that can come in there and just wipe out all of those engrams in the body. Like Adam said, who's the matter with you? I don't think a machine can do that. And if they could do it in one session, just do them all. What do you, what do you got to come back 20 times for? So I'm not buying it either. And here's the thing that I know to be true. Divine spirit, we call it spirit, right? Which is everything. How God manifests in the physical. Is in us, is through us. The more we accept it, the more it works with us, the healthier and the stronger we get. And if it wanted, which is divine intelligence, to come in and clean up everything in my neck or something, you know, at some engram or some old belief system, and I would be perfectly 100%, it would do it. Why would I not? If it really would help us, big picture, it would do it. Not that there's a limit on how much God can heal. God can heal everything. So why doesn't it? In my opinion, just my opinion and experience, the reason it doesn't is because if we just get healed like that, and there are have been instant healings, but we don't understand exactly what's going on in the spiritual level when these happen, happens when these happen, and they do happen. Not often, but they do happen. They do happen. So we can't say that the soul in this body that was healed didn't have some really great spiritual experience in the other realities and so they did learn the lesson and this is why it happened. So we don't know. But in general, um, my experience is that the reason we create diseases is so we can learn how to heal them. And when we learn how to heal them, we are learning how, why we created them. And when we learn how, why we created them, we can stop creating more and we grow spiritually. But if somebody just pops a magic wand and you wake up and you say, whoa, I have no aches and pain. I'm just like, okay. Be fun. But we would probably go and create more stuff because we didn't learn how we created the one that we were healed from. That makes sense? Yeah. Unless we learn the lesson, it's not, it's, you know, what's the point? So it's back to that whole idea, you know, they talk about in the Bible how Jesus walked up and healed the guy and maybe, maybe not. How long was he, how long did he stay healed? Bible doesn't talk about that. 
Did they go back and visit the blind man 10 years and said, oh, he's still healed. It's hilarious, right? The med beds, 20 sessions. Hi, Patrick. Hope you and your family are well. Yeah, my family's right here, Doodle. She's my only family right now. Thank you. I wonder if there's a discount. Oh, for the relax, sit up far infrared sauna. Thanks for all your hard work. Or working hardly, probably. Would love to see it in action. Oh, wonder if anyone here in Manhattan has one. Yeah, I couldn't tell you that. Um, yeah, uh, the the way you do it is just email me, and we have a, a discounted price of one thousand. $295. Oh, we have a caller. Stay right there. <laughs> Can you hear me? Can you? Yeah, stay right there. I'll, I'll get to you in a second. Hold on, stay right there. See, our first our first Zoom caller, that's fun. Anyway, just email me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I'm so excited to be able to talk to somebody because, oh my God, it's been so long. Let me do this. Hello there. Hello, Patrick. Who's this? This is Sebastian from Mexico, down the border. Down the border. What's your name? Sebastian from Mexico. Oh, I've, I just wanted to say hi. Yeah, I've seen your emails, Sebastian. I recognize the name. Yeah, I want to say hi. You have a great show. And, and, and what the work you are doing with all your guests is just fantastic. I think this is keeping us uh, connected to our source, as you say. Oh. And I am happy to, to be part of your show today. Uh, wish you very, too much, very luck with your, with this attempt to, to get connected with people by Zoom. It, it would be fantastic to have a, a great gathering with all your, with all your guests and with all your audience. It would be just a, a, a crazy oh, a gathering thing where we have a whole of people bunch of talking. People. Yeah, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that would be just crazy. I want to say hi. I just came out of the office and, and to say, to wish you luck. This is a great show. You are connecting people, connecting people to the source, to, to light. Some things are, are, might be uh, controversial for, for some of us, but all of them are with, with the intention to connect us to the real human being. Oh. I, I, I congratulate you, wish you luck, and hope you, you have um, more more shows to go. Oh, well, thank you. Donde vives? Uh, Ciudad de México. Where? Ciudad de México, en la Ciudad de México. What's the first name? I, I'm missing the city. Chia. Mexico City. Oh, Mexico, Mexico city. city. Ah, see. Yeah, Mexico City, the big Mexico City. Yeah, it's a beautiful, yes, yes, yes. I've been there a couple times, very beautiful place. Huh? Ooh. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, fantastic, and some very dodgy places, but fantastic. Look, today we have a sunny day. It's good. And how are things there as far as your freedom and politics? Is the Mexican president pretty cool? He's a pretty cool guy, I hear. You will, you will listen a, a lot about him. I think he's 
he's smart. Whoever is uh, working in that kind of, of chairs certainly are, are smart. And he, and he has to pull strings and for and he has to fight and control things that cannot be controlled. So it's it's a difficult job for, for anybody. So I, I won't judge his words, but but uh, he, I think we are not as, as bad in terms of how the pan pandemic rules were, were applied in the uh -huh. English world, uh -huh. in United Kingdom, Canada, the US, but, but we're hanging on. I think many of the stuff you are, you are living in, in right now about freedoms being taken away, we have struggled with that for, for, for many times. And, and, and now it's, like, it's global. That's the difference. Yeah. Now it's global, so we have to be strong, connected, and, 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 and rightful. Yeah. Sebastian, thanks so much wish, for Wish calling. you too much luck. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks for wish calling. Luck. Before we go, I wanted to ask, we hear quite a bit in the American press on the Internet about how dangerous Mexico is with the drug cartels and all of this. Can you shed any light on that? Is that something that somebody should be concerned about if they were considering living in Mexico? If you don't look yourself for troubles, you won't find them. I mean, if, if you are not walking in the wrong streets, you shouldn't have problems. I mean, most of us are, are safe and, and we have to be with, with our eyes open, but it's not a, it doesn't apply to everywhere, everyone. And you know, the news usually points to, to what they want to point. Thank you. I, I dropped my headset. I couldn't okay. hear you. Yeah. So generally, generally, it's just if you don't create that experience and are into it and worried about it and be in the wrong places, you're, you're fine. Huh? You would do fine. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I was down. I visited. I went to a wedding uh, years ago in Michoacan. Michoacan, yeah, it's in the south. Southwest, South Pacific, Southwest yeah. Pacific. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Nice, nice I, state. I drove down there, and the, it was amazing. I drove down there. Yeah, there you have a lot of the aguacates you get for your guacamole, mm -hmm. and and there you have the the butterfly monarch, uh -huh. the sanctuaries. It's a very rich state with lots of natural resources. Uh huh. We have a lot of inflation, uh, very high food prices. Have you experienced that in Mexico the last year at all? Yes, we have. Right. I mean, we, 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 we have been living with that for the past 50 years since I know. Yeah. But the past 20 years have been more or less stable. Mm -hmm. So so this is not new for us. High inflation is not new for us. Yeah. And I don't know how Mexico ha has done very well. It's not like in Argentina, not like... Colombia or yeah. Ecuador. Yeah. Mexico is, is holding on, holding on. Holding on. Cool. Well, thanks yes. so much for coming. It's great to see you. One, yeah. one, last, one last thing I want to say sure. is for, for us who are, who are some kind of grown-up people, by, by, by listening to, to people like you and your guests, it's, it's not so difficult to handle the situation. 
But I think we should put our effort in our kids and young adults because most of them are more exposed to this. So keep working on this and and let's try to reach younger adults and kids. Thank you, Sebastian. See you. See you. Congratulations for your show. Thank you. May the blessings be. That's Sebastian in uh, Mexico. You too can come on the show just by clicking on the Zoom link and you can use the camera as he did or... Just do the audio. Just turn off your camera if you don't want to be on camera. Well, that was pretty exciting. So it actually works. What a concept. (laughs) It's funny. I called up the uh, phone company yesterday. I mean, you know, it's been two months, the phone line, that our 800 line comes in. And um, I I said, you know, I, I don't want to pay for the last two months because... You know, I didn't have the phone. I didn't this bill. And this one phone line, I think it was, I don't know, maybe $80 or something. It just because it's a special line. And uh, so they said, well, we're going to have somebody come out tomorrow. So he's supposed to be here today. But that's hilarious. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. As we're live here on May uh, 26th. If you want to be on the air, just click on that link on the front page on the Zoom link. and You don't have to be on camera. If you don't want to, just turn off your camera. You can just do audio if you don't want to do that. Okay, here's an interesting email mm-hmm. from Phil. If we create our reality, our own reality, why when I step outside of my house, I can go left, I can go right, and I can go forwards or back inside my house. But why can't I go up? I mean, I can jump, but I'll come back down. Why can't I create my reality to fly up and stay up? Well, it's a great question. The reason This is pretty cool, Phil. That's a great, I'm glad you emailed, thanks. The reason that when you go outside, that you even have an outside to to experience, right, left, right, is because you believe it's there. That's the only reason you see an outside when you walk outside your house, or you see it through your window. I know that seems weird, but that's the only reason it exists because you've been out there and you, you kind of know it's there and so that's in your state of consciousness so you know that if you go outside you'll see a street and that's what you see. But it's just still a creation that you're creating in that moment. I know, it's crazy. Now as far as the jumping up and down, well, <clears throat> it's pretty easy. There are there are some yogis and people that talk about them that claim that yogis, you know, some of these yogi guys from, from India have been able to fly around in physical reality. And I've never seen that. And I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. Um, if they do, they could be doing it in their astral body and somehow they, they have, uh, have the skills to let people see their astral body flying around. 
every 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 level of reality has their own laws and rules. In physical reality, Phil, there is no gravity. So when you jump up, you're just gonna come back down. Right? The whole gravity thing is made up. You just jump up, come in. It's just an apple falls off a tree and it's heavier than the air and it'll drop to the ground. I think that's what the Copernicus dude came up with. <laughs> came up with one of them, whatever. So every every plane has their own laws. Now, if you soul travel, and you can, in your astral body, and go to the astral plane, which we often do when we are in the dream, dreamland, right? We're in, the, we're in our astral body a lot, but we can be anywhere. And then we, we, we only have these laws that, um, that govern us. In the astral world, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you can fly. Have you had flying dreams, right, where you fly around? I've had lots of them. You just fly and you go where you want. You go through walls, because that's the way the astral plane works. It's just a different set of, of laws. Just a different set of reality. Just a different reality. And then you can go to the causal plane, which is another plane of reality, and you you have certain laws there too. This is where we see a lot of past lives and stuff like that. Then you go to the mental plane, and there's all kinds of different uh, laws there where you uh, often just instantly manifest something because you got the whole mind thing working. So, whatever reality we're in is what um, is that what governs what we can do. So, in physical reality, you know, it's just it just is what it is. Physical reality is just has different laws. So, you know, you don't want to jump off a building to do any of that stuff because you'll fall down and kill your kill your body. So, you only want to fly around if you're in a different, <laughs> you know. If you're in a different, if you're in a different reality, it's pretty cool. Previously, with Dr. Rulin Chu about her product called Pearlseum. So let's talk about the teeth first. Explain to me what's going on because there's something magical when you dip your little toothbrush in water. Why do they look so sparkly and just I don't know something very energetically about the, the look of them. Yeah, it's uh, very, very magical. So like a group of scientists in uh, France discovered that when you put the pearl next to the bones or uh, skins or other connective tissues, and they find it stimulates new growth of the bones and skins and connective tissues, and also uh, to make existing bones and the skins uh, more healthy and stronger. So brush your teeth with the pearl, then your teeth will make your existing teeth stronger and also it will filling up you know, teeth with the porcium and the pearl powder will stimulate the new bone growth and also make the existing teeth very strong. It's really a great product. You'll love it. Take it internally or on your teeth and you can click an order, see the ad right there, Pearlseum, the nice green container, Pearlseum. 
on OneRadioNetwork.com. Perilous, perilous in them. You don't want to miss some more of that because I'm running out. <laughs> if you are on your phone as, um, and you don't know how to do it without having the camera on, you can just let me know and I can just do your audio even if your camera is on. I can do that. Getting to be such a geek. I believe we had a question on the teeth, and we tie right in. Um, I know I saw it this morning. Hmm. Oh, here it is, yeah. I found a lot of, from Bethany, found a lot of your shows in the past on dental health to be quite interesting. We have a lot of those. Boy, back in the day, 15 years ago, we were really all into learning about, you know, how the dental stuff works, you know. And we ate all kinds of people. And you can put uh, um, different things about root canals or cavitations or mercury fillings use all these kind of search terms on one radio network and you'll find shows going back 15 years from really good biological, totally natural dentists. So, just want to offer that that information for you. My question is that I have battled periodontal disease all my adult life. I'm now relying on one side of my mouth for chewing due to extractions over the years. Wow. So with that, I have an upper back molar a bit in jeopardy as it has been cracked for many, many years. Oh. It has a complete filling intact. However, after each cleaning, the dentist checks my teeth and pushes back and forth on that tooth and said it is loosening will need to come out soon. I don't have any problem with it in between cleanings. Is this a normal practice to push on it? And if so, why? I'm afraid it will speed up the process. I'm using Pearlsium now in hopes of strengthening my teeth. Well, you know, Pearlsium, this powder, you know, I, I would pack it in there as much as I can on that tooth. You know, do it at night, say if you're watching a movie or reading, and just pack it in there and see if you can leave it in there as long as possible and uh, keep doing that. It may it may help that whole thing to, to strengthen up. You know, I just, it's just a bit above my pay grade to understand periodontal disease. But it's not as dentists believe it's not some kind of uh, um, infection trying to kill you. It doesn't happen like that. It's just, just like it is in the body, in my opinion. Um, you have some imbalances going on with your diet or your thought process or who knows what tied in with the teeth. 
And, um, you know, the little gums and the whole connection is just not happy and things are out of balance. So I think it's a something that I would really encourage you to dig into. I wish I had some really good ideas for you and solve the problem, but I don't because it's a, it's like any disease. It's something that's really necessary to, to dig in and try to figure out why all this is happening, you know? Why it's all happening. Um, why don't you send me or what city you're in? Maybe we could help you find a, a dentist, a really good one near you. Hmm. Yeah, whenever these these idea of an infection comes up, it's, in our opinion, always the body using bacteria or what's called viruses, exosomes, to clean up uh, debris that have been caused by all the things we, you know, all the usual suspects. So something is out of balance with your metabolism, hormone, it could be anything, you know? So you really want to kind of dig in and uh, experiment with your diet. Experiment with uh, doing more animal foods and fat if you're not doing a lot of that. Maybe... That will help that heal, that that heal, that that um, that tooth kind of gets stronger. Possible. It's worth trying. Wish I had a really good answers for you. Hi, Patrick. Question on Perlsium. How do I use it on? One doctor's website, it says to put it on top of toothpaste. Can I use it without toothpaste? I've been using it for four days now. Thanks. Oh yeah, don't do. No, you don't need toothpaste. Yeah, don't need toothpaste. Because toothpaste has fluoride in it. Has also um, glycerin, which inhibits the the. the remineralization of the tooth, and it's in every toothpaste. So you want to get out of toothpaste totally. Don't do that. So the, the, you probably have the green container, right? comes with a spoon. Just wet the spoon, and then pour this, pour a glob on there. That's it. And just brush away. Everywhere is really, really well. You can do that at night before bed, and then in the morning, and that's all you need to do. You don't have to, no toothpaste. You don't need toothpaste. Toothpaste doesn't do anything. It's just a big, everybody uses toothpaste, and it's just, I don't know what it does. You'd be better off using baking soda and salt rather than toothpaste. We like Perlsium. I used to know the combination to, to make it, I think it's, 
I think it was one quarter salt. So if you had this much baking soda, yeah, I I don't know. You could um, you could actually probably put baking soda and salt in our search function. I bet you could find a show where we talked about it. But that's a really good thing to use. Good sea salt, baking soda. But Pearl Sim, we think is the best. The best. The best. The best. Okay. From John. This is pretty trippy, this whole creating my reality stuff. I I wish I understood this better. Thanks for trying. Yeah, I know. I know. How would, you know, nobody teaches this stuff. I remember Adam talking about eye floaters on Facebook, he was going to talk about it on your show. I don't think he did. I didn't know if he has yet. I missed it. I forgot. Well, floaters, to best of our knowledge, as limited as it is, is is just toxins in the blood, in the fluid around the eye. It's just gunk, gunk stuff. So it's not. I know it's distracting, um, but um, so the more you can detox using your sauna, whoop, doodle, sauna, if you have a sauna, um, do coffee enemas, dry brush massage, I drink plenty of water, and um, the proper diet that your body's going to like and help you to get rid of stuff you don't, and pooping a lot, a la Jennifer Daniels, and the body will get rid of stuff. But it's just, in our experience, and after many years, just toxins. I used to have a bunch years ago. Nothing now. Just get cleaner. But I don't think they're dangerous or anything, just a little annoying. But don't, don't worry about them, but... Just keep detoxing all the things you know. My brother-in-law, 70 years old, got a call this morning from his doctor to say they found some cancer cells and some fluid they removed from under his arm, lymph. Oh, they removed the cells? About 20 years ago, he went on a course of medication, azathioprine, I don't even know how to pronounce it, for his Crohn's disease. They think this is the cause. Or you start taking these. Crohn's is a, um, in our opinion, is, is definitely an emotional issue. Totally. As we worry or get anxious, get uncomfortable, uh, you know, 
fear of the future, all these things. It just puts tension in the gut, and that's what Crohn's disease is. It's just a tightening. Very painful, but that's what it is. We know it. Um, so to give a drug for it, it's stupid. Um, if somebody ever told me that I had some cancer cells doing something, I would just, I wouldn't, I would just let it go. I would just forget it. Eat the best food you can, be healthy, think good thoughts, you'll be fine. This is not medical advice, but cancer is not, cancer is trying to clean things up, in my opinion. It's not trying to kill you. And you let these people go in there in your prostate and cut out lymph, and this is what the body's supposed to do, the lymph system. So sure, there could be some, they call cancer cells, which are rogue cells in, in the lymph. That's what the lymph's doing, is getting, flushing them out. God love these people. They just have any, no idea how the body works. And you you go to the doctors, man, you're going to, you know. You're just going to, it's hard, you know. It's hard. You put your your faith in these people and, you know, it's, I'm writing to you. Thank you for your wonderful content. I listen to you on BitChute. Oh, my favorite is the episodes with Dr. Daniels. I was wondering if you could submit my health-related question to her. I recently developed an abscess on my gum above a broken tooth. Oh, another tooth thing. Hmm. Went to the dentist and need to have the tooth extracted. While I was there, they informed me that I have severe gum disease. The gums are infected around most of my teeth. I'm curious how Dr. Daniels would treat this. Does it have to do with the collagen deficiency? Which animal parts? Yeah, I'll give this to her. Yeah, I I, I think that these things are. Um, Veronica, uh, a dietary issue, I wouldn't know what exactly, I'm sure Dr. Daniels will have some ideas, but I would, you know, I would start really looking right now, don't wait for the next show with her, and start really writing down everything you're eating, and start to eliminate anything that you think could be questionable. You know, think about it, and uh, if you eat something and you don't do good with it, uh, there's something um, out of balance in your body due to your diet, and do what you, what you think and what you believe and what you're eating. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if there are certain animal foods that'll just ditch that, but I'm sure Dr. 
Daniels will have some ideas on that. <clears throat> okay? So I'll save this for her for sure. But if you're doing, you know, if you're doing a lot of carbs, you might get rid of the carbs and see if that helps. If you're doing a lot of protein and no carbs, maybe add some carbs and see if that changes things. Um, again, understand that there, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, I'm not a dentist, but there's no real things, infections that are trying to eat up your gum. It just doesn't work like that. Does it? Anywhere in the body. I am not convinced that we actually do create our own reality in the way that you say we do. I do believe we create our reactions to what happens in our lives. We always have a choice in how we react to something or someone. But if you're creating your own reality, why don't you have the wife and kids that you say you want? Why wait? Um, why not have it now? Just create it right away. Well, because I mentioned it before, because I'm not an expert at it. And, you know, and spirit has, you know, and by the way, you know, that's kind of a snarky question. But anyway, so, you know, you do create your reality. So create what you want. And I'm creating mine. And in physical reality, we have time and space. So things happen spiritually, and then they take some, some time and space to come down and do it and manifest itself. We were, we're, we're working on getting um, more instant so you have it, and you can do it. And I do it with a lot of things, but I'm just not bright enough or sharp enough to do instant manifestations as you think I should, just because I'm talking about it. So, I'm not trying to convince you, you can do it whatever way you want. But I can tell you for sure that it is it works the way I, I'm telling you, because I've seen it. When, when our reality um, involves another person, like a wife and children, like you say, uh, things change because we don't control anyone else. We just control what we want and what we vision and so who knows? I may need to make some more changes in my state of consciousness to create the woman that I want. So when you're when you're so when you're involved in another person, it's not you don't you don't just pluck somebody out and bring them into your reality because that's what you want because they have free will. So that's why I do answer your question. Does that make sense? No. It would be like me creating my reality. My reality would be I want Russia and Ukraine to stop fighting. 
I don't want that reality because I don't care. It's not my reality. But you don't do that. That's not the way it works. You can't involve somebody else. And as far as bringing significant others into your reality, as many people want, it's pretty cool how it works, really. Everybody has an ideal person, kind of, you know, person, man or woman, that they want to be with. They have this. And often the reason why they don't have it now is because they need to make changes in our consciousness to bring that person in. So the person that you really want is kind of waiting for you to build it and they will come. So that's how it works. Because it's always about us. If we're not getting exactly what we want now, then we haven't, well, obviously haven't figured out how to manifest something instantly. But then also, um, it's just God's way of saying, well, let that go. You'd be surprised. Let that go. You let that go, things will change. See, His Spirit is always trying to help us to get stronger, happier, and healthier. That's what Spirit does for a living. When's the next time you're going to have Martin Armstrong on? I wanted to ask him about if he recommends living in Eastern Canada or Nicaragua for what is coming up for us in the next couple of years. Maybe you have your own thoughts on that too. Yeah, you know, as um, as the caller Sebastian said, um, he was on to the idea that people that mind their own business and have their own reality essentially are not going to come in contact with drug cartels in Mexico. They just don't. There's no reason to. And I think that's the same way um, it happens when we move somewhere. If we're all filled up with fear and angst and work, and worry, and you know, all this stuff. No matter where we live, dumb things are going to happen to us. It makes sense? It'll just will. So if you're really comfortable with your state of consciousness, and you trust that you're going to be okay, and you don't fear anybody, and you know, you're careful, you don't walk down spooky streets at four o'clock in the morning with your wallet half out of your pocket, that kind of thing, and you're just careful, and you'll be fine. So we'll create whatever uh, we need to create to grow spiritually, regardless of where we live, whether it's Nicaragua, Canada, stuff like that. So I'll, I'll save this for the next time we have Martin on. And just big picture, you know, politically, you know, I think all bets are off as far as um, uh, what's going to happen in various states. I mean, I, you know, we can't trust anybody, right? We can't trust anybody what they're going to do two years from now. I got an email here this morning. Somebody said, what do you think about Ron DeSantis? 
I don't really have any opinion. Um, you know, I just I just don't get in politics much anymore at all. It's just all nonsense. But I think obviously you're better off. I think you have a better shot at having a more freedom if you go into a red state, Texas, Florida, Oklahoma, you know, Wyoming, because these blue states are, they're, they're way bonkers. And the red states are bonkers too, just less bonkers. From Mary, I'm kind of with you. If somebody diagnosed me with any kind of cancer, I wouldn't do anything. I agree. Well, well said. I mean, I just don't believe that the whole cancer model is anywhere close to what they say it is. And we had uh, Thomas Seafried on, who studied cancer more diligently than anyone that I know about, and he said this whole cancer model of it being a uh, genetic thing. It's just not true. I think cells um, go rogue when they're they're trying to clean something up. I think that's what's happening, and they're they're doing their thing. And if we, you know, if we keep doing the same inappropriate diet and and angst and and um, fear and all of that and trauma and don't clear all that stuff out. Yeah, they can get pretty big and they can create tumors because they're just eating up bad stuff. And these tumors could somehow block your stomach or they get so big you'd have to cut it out. Does that make sense? But that's what cancer cells are trying to do. They're trying to clean things up. So in my opinion, not medical advice, but to go in to try to kill cancer cells because they're bad, you know, the... The earth is strewn with millions and millions of cases where it didn't work. Chemo didn't work. And what you have to go through to do that. Forget it. Wouldn't do it. Would not do it. Because if there's cancer cells in there trying to eat up a dead debris and damaged tissue through thoughts and emotions and feelings and bad diet and whatever EMF damage. Um, just work on all those things and the cancer cells will just dry up and go away. Because they don't have any more stuff to clean up. Okay, kids, we are going to Take a break here. We're going to talk about some really cool, excuse me, um, ideas with uh, agriculture on Monday with a couple of folks out in uh, the West Coast. Um, Steve Falconer is going to be here on Tuesday. And we got a bunch of other people we've been talking to about coming on. So we'll probably have uh, three, four, five guests next week. So thanks for your ongoing support. Appreciate you uh, um, 
with your donations. Uh, they've been pick, picking up uh, quite a bit, people donating 10, 20 bucks a month. If you feel moved to do that, that would be great. Thank you. Thank you. All right, kids, see you on Monday. We have a good show for you on agriculture. And we will see you out there. Either this side or the other side, out in the dream world. Let me know if I can help with anything. Patrick at one radio network.com is my email address. Patrick at one radio network.com. I where's my little slide? Oh here's. Here's. Oh. Cancer thing. Okay, one more. Let's do this one. Since it just came in. Um, Cindy says, my whole thing is, how would you know you have, you have only, how would you know you have only way you would, um, I don't understand, oh, I'll try to help you out here. Probably be good to read, reread your email before you send them so I could read them. Um, the only way you would have cancer is to go to the doctor or get a biopsy. Yeah, Cindy, well, what they do is um, people, a lot of people feel really, really rotten and they'll go to the doctor and they'll do all kinds of blood tests and they'll say, you have cancer. And then they'll do scans and you see growths and then they'll do a biopsy to see if the growth is malignant. I don't even know what that means. I think that's a made-up thing as well. Yeah, so you you wouldn't even know. Uh, you'd probably be better off not knowing anything. Unless you had some kind of a tumor that had built up so much that you had to get it out because it was blocking something from working. So I agree. Uh, pretty much, I would just not... Just keep doing the right thing. The best thing you know how to do. The Thinking the best thoughts eating the best food, drinking water, exercising, getting sun, uh, you know, work on your relationships. Don't don't wish anybody ill will. None of them. Nobody. I don't care who they are. Whenever you have, whenever we, and I'm doing really good with that in the last few months, whenever we have any kind of thought or idea that I hate you, you should go to prison. I want you to go to hell. They should kill you. Or I can't believe you. Don't do it. It's just hurting yourself. Don't do it. Return good for evil is my idea. Always return good for evil. That's the best way. Just return good for evil. Somebody wishes you ill will. Some government agency is trying to kick your ass, whatever. Just say, I love you, thanks. Just return good. That's the only way out of it. When you when you fight and you just makes it worse. Sorry. I know it feels good to be all angry at somebody. Don't do it. 
And it's the same if it's your husband or your wife or your kids or your uncle or your brother-in-law or Bill Gates. Same thing. Doesn't matter. If you're angry at Bill Gates or angry at your brother-in-law and holding on that anger, it's going to affect you the same way. All right. See you soon. Love you guys. Love you. Take care. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Know the Source on One Radio Network. Well, well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and uh, it's OneRadioNetwork.com. We have a uh, Friday morning 
coming down, as this song used to say. Oh, the oh, Sunday morning, coming down. Friday morning, the 26th of uh, May, and I hope you're doing well. The regular telephone thing is <laughs> still cattywampus, but you can join the show this morning. We've kind of come up with a little creative way to do it if you would like to be on the air with moi, and you can do that simply by uh, going to oneradionetwork.com and you look at the front page there and you'll see a, a link to the uh, to a Zoom link. It's a Zoom link. And you just click on that link right there, right there above the email, and it'll take you to a little Zoom thing and you can, I'll see you, or I'll, I'll, I'll see your name anyway, and then I'll put you on the air. Um, you could you could actually come on with video as well. It's pretty fun, but you don't have to if you're having a bad hair day. Just um, turn off your camera and you can just do audio, just like it would be on the telephone. Does that make sense? So the link is right on the front page. You'll see it there. Click on the link below. Sharon has put that up there and whew, click on that puppy and I'll see you that you're in the waiting room or the green room or <laughs> the waiting room either with audio or video, and we'll just, I'll put you up and we'll talk. So that's fun. 